Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Emily. Hey, Emily. Hi, Meg. Um, you guys asked for it, so here we are. Okay, so I thought that there were three nights of this reunion. Uh, so when people started asking, where's the reunion episode? Uh-huh. I thought, did you guys listen when we said we were going to do uh, all the reunion night recaps? You dummies. Who's the dummy now? We already got through all two. And I was stupidly waiting for the third to watch all three of them together. And I completely missed that there were two. So here we are. Exactly. Exactly. Here we are. And you know what? Good for us for being here. Yeah. Way to go us. First of all, I'm going to start by saying, Maggie and I have heard your feedback. You don't like when we're super negative. We hear it. We're good for you. I want to start by saying, I did have to stop halfway through the reunion episode and take a three hour break because my anger was getting to an 11. I mean, there's a lot of yelling. So much yelling. I was um, watching part two during the work day while I was working. And then I told Meg, like, I'm starting to hate my coworkers just vicariously through hating the housewives coworkers. So I, I got to take a break until I don't need to talk to anybody. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I'm glad I did. Okay. So we made it through two. I'll say the most surprising and <laughs> the most surprising and impressive part is the set. It's a broken church. It's a broken, um, it's a broken like renaissance Catholic church. Uh, there's stained glass. It's like cobblestone, very old world, very European. I don't know how many of our listeners have been in a Mormon church, but it looks nothing like that. We literally sit under a basketball hoop at the back of the gym. Like we are utilitarian. There are no stained glass windows in our meeting houses. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it killed me. I was like, what Romanian church did one producer go to and think this is universe? I mean, it's just insane. That set was insane. I lived, I lived, laughed, loved, I loved it. Uh, I love the Sprinter van. I mean, the way that what they put energy into this reunion was honestly hilarious because I was like, there's not a lot of story here. There's not a lot of new things coming. There's a lot of regurgitation of the entire season. There's no new answers. But you know what? Darn it. We've got a new set. We brought a Sprinter van in and they're color coded coordinated dresses. So and the lighting, the lighting was pretty good. The lighting was pretty good. Yeah. Andy looks great. Meg and I were talking about the wardrobe. Is that the best place? To, should we start there? Let's start there. Yeah. Um, I said, my head, I wouldn't wear any of these dresses. Um, I would. No, I said I'd pick Andy's outfit. Meg said, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there are two that under duress I would wear. And that is Meredith's dress. Um, Even though, as you pointed out, it's a little cumber bunny. It's a little... uh. A little, you know, when you read like magazines for older ladies and they're like, wear ruching around your waist to distract from your shape. Like it felt very like we are playing with proportions and eyeline. Yeah, Meg, um, every time I Google goods from suits for chubby body types, you bet your butt without a doubt, ruch, ruch tankinis, number one up there. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a big postpartum look for moms going to the pool with baby. Um, 
it, but it wasn't great. I thought her hair looked really good, though. I thought her earrings looked really good. And I did appreciate a high neck. Like, she really kind of stood out for that. Yeah, uh, you're right. And it, and the material looked luxe. I'll yeah. give her that. It always is. But, yeah, like I mentioned, it's Cumberbund City. If I, if I mean, if I had to. Wait, did you say who your other one was? Angie H was my other one. I don't love a mesh as an anchor for a dress, but I thought that it was semi-successful, at least in comparison to the other looks. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'll just go ahead and say this. I feel personally traumatized, and I will be calling Siegfried and Sons. Is that who are the Siegfried people? And Jensen. I will be calling Siegfried and Jensen because I have emotional trauma from Dana's outfit. Um, I can't even begin to make fun of it because that joke wrote itself. I mean, Dana is serving Mulan as a housewife realness. It's so bad. She couldn't, she kept pulling the cape up. It didn't fit right. It's, it's what someone from Tula thinks high fashion is. It's, um, you know, for a stretch there, Disney made, there was a Prince Charming in every movie and all the Prince Charming had shoulder pads. Yep. It was a Prince Charming shoulder pad with a cape. Yep. She it had like a corset. It's just bad. I mean, yeah. Gun to head, have to wear one. It's definitely Meredith's. Meredith looks very young. I don't understand Lisa's wonder bra. I don't get it. I don't get it. Lisa's looked better on a Tuesday. I saw Lisa looking better than this when she was running errands and I saw her in passing. I mean, this is, it's not that she looks bad in this dress. It's that this dress is bad. Yeah. Heather's looks like a glad bag that someone spray painted a peach. Heather's is so close to her skin tone. It's just really, her shoes were great. I'll give her shoes. I loved her shoes. That dress is it's glad bag bad it's bad it's bad Whitney's, I the, the straps on Whitney's kept doing the um they weren't laying right it drove me crazy and then there was like a lopsided zipper I just like I wanted to like straighten everything about her lookout like to, you know pull it it was driving me crazy on her behalf I hate to say it gonna say it anyway because that's what we're here for Whitney looked poor, okay? She looked like someone who was like, I have this big event. I'm going to get a dress made. From like Sheen. From like Sheen. But she got like a dress made off the internet and it came. It didn't fit right, of course. The zippers are weird. Her necklaces look cheap. They're probably not, but they don't look good. Whitney, bless your heart. It's a terrible dress. Terrible dress. It's not as bad as Dana's. Let's make that clear. But it's a bad dress. Yeah. Um. Then Angie K. Angie K. Look, she commits to a theme, you know? And her theme is I'm Greek. And so she dressed like Megara from Hercules. Uh, yeah, here's the thing about Angie K. Um, <laughs> Angie's cage dress is by a designer named Walter Mendez Atelier. Sir. And I just love that for her. Um, I hate it, but I love that she wore it, you know? Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. What do you think Jen would have worn had she attended? 
oh feathers something feathers and she'd probably be the only one who looked good in that skin tone in that tone on her skin to be honest it's a bad color for a lot of these gals yeah you're right it is like orange yellow is not a great color for a lot of people yeah so we're gonna do power rankings here's how i want to do it emily i want to start from the bottom and we'll both share our bottom picks and go up from there so you'll do like we're gonna start with the friends you'll do three your number three i'll do my number three so on and so forth and then we'll do the cast members so Worst performance from the Friends, in my opinion, coming in at number three was Angie H. You're here. Primarily for the way she was trying to accuse other cast members, primarily Lisa, for bullying when her husband literally admitted on camera that he had been cyberbullying these women. Yeah. For me, is it my turn? Mm-hmm. For me, friend of last place, Angie H is all, as well. Number one, I don't like her on a good day. So I don't enjoy her performance on this show on a Tuesday. So she was never, she was already a hard road to win me over. I did find it very annoying. She kept accusing Lisa of being a bully when I'm like, maybe she is, but you have no proof. And again, the only person we have proof is a bully is 100% your husband. Because he, for some unknown reason, decided to admit to being a cyber bully on TV. I just freaking love it. Um, and I put her in bottom even more when we found out that she gave Jen money for her trial i was like all right well you're at the bottom the thing is there are a lot of things you can give money to you know lots of causes out there a lot and the thing that killed me was heather kept being like well they have it so they gave it and i was like i have money i could give jen shot we you know what i mean like not a lot i have money i could give jen shot that doesn't mean you should right yeah that feels like opening your wallet looking at a bunch of bills and just plopping them in the toilet and flushing and who is asking for money so remember when she did the gofundme oh my gosh i completely forgot remember when jen had to gofundme for like two minutes yeah that was ill-advised oh wow those were the days days. so if you gave to that you're angie (laughs) one of many bad ideas Uh, My number two is the other Angie, Angie K. Um, There's this very weird moment in the finale where she's accusing Heather and Jen of having been engaged in adult relations. And that's how Heather got the black eye. And when they all asked her about it at the reunion, she got very um, panicky. She couldn't really articulate herself well. And I'm like, Angie, if you're gonna if you're gonna lie, like commit, you know, if you're gonna tell a tale, tell it well. And right now, you're not selling. I'm not buying. Tell me that's what really happened. Barbie kicks, and I'm it. In fact, yeah. I Google Barbie kicks, but she just was so flustered. It was kind of like, all right, whatever, Angie Gay. This is clearly not true. Um, for me too, though, I had Dana because well, her dress traumatized me, and we just found out she's from Tula. Which I have to say is not Salt Lake. Well, no, but neither is Daybreak. It's like neither is Midvale. And neither is Park City. You say Tuila is a beast of its own, though. Have you been to Tuila? I've never been to Tuila, but I know that one of the hospitals there is haunted because it was on Ghost Hunters. Well, Meg, then you don't have a lot of room to talk. I have been to Tuila, and I will tell you right now, I don't identify with it as Utah. Go on. 
seems like people like it though uh people stay there everyone from Tooele is gonna be so mad at me uh but my cousin lives in Sansbury Park I'll have you know and so I feel entitled to say that I don't think Tooele should count as Utah and I don't like her being from Tooele and representing all of Utah that being said I did like that Dana Dana was finally a strong female. I was hoping Dana's attitude at the reunion was what I was hoping for all season. She did a great job that way. Yeah, I mean, she's my number one because she's the one who took down Jen the best by calling out the way Jen mocked her for living in Tooele, much like you just did. When Jen, Jen can't even afford to buy a house, how she made fun of her husband's name. Yeah, like she work. presented the strongest arguments for why Jen is a bad person. Uh, I would like to know, Emily, in your opinion, what cities do count as part of Utah? Does Sandy not, make it Not count? Ogden, I'll tell you that much. Well, Ogden is, yeah. For me, okay. listen, and I live in Provo, so take this. I don't think Provo counts. I don't think anyone from Provo should be on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake or or i'm wherever angie sorry we're not salt lake this doesn't count uh i think if you live from not bountiful salt lake i'm gonna say salt lake city to sandy you could be on the show park city great you have to because we don't have rich people all the rich people live in park city yeah what about draper where lisa is I think that's fine because a lot of rich people move to Draper. The thing is you need rich people to have a good franchise, okay? I hate to say it, but we've been through it a million times. If you're not rich, I'm just watching myself on TV, and that's not the fantasy for me, Meg. No, I don't want that. So, the only, I wish that Whitney – I'm almost – inclined to say Whitney doesn't count because she doesn't live on the island at daybreak and I'm gonna stick by that I think Whitney needs to live somewhere nicer I know Heather just moved into a very big nice house I'd say she counts now is that the one we saw in her Christmas Taylor Swift video (laughs) if you're wondering what Heather's house looks like head over to her Instagram because she has a 17 minute video of a Taylor Swift ticket scavenger hunt where you see literally every room of that house and I got to tell you, I watched the whole thing. I don't know why. It was uh, like I fell into some weird highway hypnosis. Amen. I did the same thing. Well, for my number one, I did have Angie K. Why? Was she particularly good? No, she wasn't. She was a little boring. She did get flustered. But the showmanship of that dress really won me over. Because here's the thing about Angie K. She might say all the wrong things, but she's always looking right. Did you watch the Miss Universe, like, um, there's the, like, France, you know, but there's also, like, they all came out in their different outfits. They had to do theme outfits, and Miss USA was pretty wacky, and there was, like, an American flag, and I think, like, a space shuttle. It was very drop-dead gorgeous, but I think that Angie Kays would work very well for Miss Grease. I love to know this. I will spend the next national costumes. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, this is incredible. Thank you. I mean, yeah, the yelling France really took over, but um, Miss <laughs> Nepal has a whole vibe going for her. Oh my gosh, Miss Netherlands. Okay, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Angie K could be on the stage and I would prefer it over 90% of the outfits I just saw. Wow, incredible. If you guys have a free hour, definitely Google what Meg just told us to Google. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm um, okay. Friends were invited onto the stage and then they were invited off because they're not really oh, cast. The ha- friends were on for 80 seconds. 
<laughs> there to stir up some stuff and then dismissed. They were out so fast. It was awkward. <laughs> it was awkward. It's also extremely awkward to only have four people at a reunion. It's not a good vibe. It's not oh, good. No, I didn't you need an odd number. And I feel like Andy felt some real pressure. Like he kept throwing himself into the mix more than I've seen him do on other reunions. I think because he could like feel a lack of humanity in the room. And there wasn't much going on. Everyone was so wary of saying anything, um, which I was like, interesting time to start being wary. Um but they, yeah, there wasn't a lot going on. It's just a lot of the same drudgery that we have heard before, which is unfortunate. And can I say something? Not enough bashing on Jen. Like, it, too much neutrality when it came to Jen. Yeah, I agree. Um, there were some questions sent in from viewers about Jen. In fact, I think all the questions sent in from viewers were about Jen, and they were just terrible at answering them so bad at answering them so every a lot of okay well let's get into our rankings because I think we'll have because I I think you and I feel a certain way about a certain someone starts with an M and ends with an Eridus that yes. you're that's your you go ahead Meg you tell yeah, my number four as in bottom place for the actual cast is Meredith um Andy Cohen tried so many different ways to get her to say, I think that what Jen Shaw did to these victims was wrong. And she would not do it. Would he asked her about the finale. Would, what? Would not do it. All caps, Meg. Merit or Jen is a I'm getting like worked up about this stupid show. But Jen is, we have seen her be terrible over and over and over again even to Meredith's face about her own family and her willingness to stick by this woman's side and say I'll have more opinions after the sentencing when she has already pled guilty and when she has heard from victims and the damage that she caused I don't understand it like is she under some sort of like brainwash mechanism has Jen threatened her? Like, is she being blackmailed? What is the situation? It doesn't make any sense. She did give us one reason why she's sticking up for Jen. And even that reason to me was not a good reason. Like, it is one thing to say, of course, I don't want Jen to commit suicide. Of course, I don't. It's another thing to be like, so I'm going to support her. Do you know what I mean, Meg? Yeah. Like, Meredith, you can just say... Of course, I want Jen to be ment mentally okay, but like also she made a really bad decision that ruined lives and I can't support her as a person right now. What's wrong? Was that hard to say? I mean, you did great and I Meredith did. would do well to listen to this podcast and Meredith, take a page. Sis, if you're listening, one, you look very good. Two, it's okay to say that Jen Shaw is a bad person. In fact, you should say it or you're kind of a bad person. Meredith looks like she has the Paris filter on all the time. All the time. She is soft. It is a soft glow. Blemish tree. Brooks knows something we don't. And he but, told his mom. Do you think that she has like a blood boy situation? Mm -hmm. Without a doubt. And it's probably Brooks. Probably. Because he loves his mom that much, Meg. He does love her. And they have a very <laughs> special relationship. That's sweet. 
They do, her. which is why Meredith should not like Jen. Exactly. I'm not alone. On the, on the felony alone. Okay, well, my number four spot was Heather. And I know you're saying, Emily, why Heather? And I'll say, why not, Heather? She gave us one storyline. She gave us one intrigue, which she did not answer. She was not fun for one single second on this reunion. I don't, notoriously, historically, I do not enjoy reunion Heather. I miss unhinged Heather because at least she was entertaining. This Heather was so subdued so cautious of saying anything she was weirdly defensive of stuff no one was calling her out on and I just truly did not enjoy my time spent with her I just didn't and um I wouldn't say it to her face but I'll say it on a podcast (laughs) yeah uh the minute I meet any single one of these people podcast is canceled we're never recording again sorry yeah goodbye um Heather just tell us how you got a black eye. And, and the thing that infuriates me is she's been acting like for months. Oh, it'll be in the book. Oh, maybe I'll talk about it. And then she gets to the reunion. She's like, oh, I really have no idea. I'm like, this is so annoying. The way you have danced around this topic. And when Meredith or someone was like, yeah, but you understand it looks really bad for Jen that you don't just come out and say it definitely wasn't Jen. The way Heather just went silent. I was like, so do you? Or do you not know what happened to you? I'm over it. That's the thing is there's all these moments in the season where she's like, no, of course I know that happened. And then we get to the reunion and she's like, I was blackout drunk and I'm embarrassed that I got drunk. So I don't want to talk about my eye. And I was like, okay, Heather, everyone who is a mom in their 40s who gets blackout drunk enough that they can't remember their night is probably embarrassed about it okay so let's stop there we go there's one comment second you did get punched in the eye and I think you got I don't think it looked like she punched herself in the eye you should want to know and I don't believe Andy when he says there's no cameras um I she was number three for me um for all the reasons you lifted, you listed, the only reason she wasn't number four is because Whitney called her a master debater and she seemed genuinely tickled by that, even though it was meant as a put down. She was so flattered to be called a master debater that I laughed out loud. I thought it was pretty funny. All right. You know, a good point. Well, number three, I have Meredith and um, it is I do get I the reason Meredith three, not four was one. She was a little bit entertaining um a little bit she was at least kind of funny when she called Jen that really killed me and yeah. so that kind of bumped her up for me was that she's like I'll just call her right now I I'm don't... like wait her lawyers tell her she couldn't come but like is this phone oh, call okay she's like I think phone. Jen's terrible but I was like should Jen maybe check with her lawyers before taking the call I got a little worried I was like I don't know. The reason I'm not into Meredith is she never, ever responded when Lisa said 19 times, you're believing someone who is a known liar over me. And Meredith just never replying to that really did annoy me because it is like, here's the deal. Meredith, you don't like Lisa? Fine. But if you think Lisa's as bad of a person as Jen, then you're honestly an idiot on the next dimension. So... I don't get it. And that makes me not like Meredith because she's supposed to be a lawyer. <laughs> she's supposed to be yeah, smarter she than kept, this. She kept using um, 
litigious language you know she would like try and back up the things she had said with this weird like circle around logic that sounded like a lawyer but made no sense when you parsed it like her I'll I'll have more to say after Jen is sentenced like what does the sentencing have to do with your opinion of her yeah I'll see after she's like so what she already said she was guilty so what like so if she gets 20 years you like her and if she gets 10 you don't like I don't get it um and I don't like Meredith's deflection of like I don't even understand what an SEC filing is still to this day for as amount of times Meredith talked about it I still am like I'm lost so that frustrates me only because I think Meredith was just grasping at straws and it didn't make me enjoy her because I think she's smarter than the straws she grasped yeah I agree my number two was Lisa um I think that I will go to my grave believing that the best thing about Lisa is her husband and I think he had a really strong performance he was very uh well spoken in his defense of Lisa and the reason he's upset with the Brooks family Lisa could have been number one but she did get too flustered and too emotional when talking to Meredith like she just once she masters those emotions she's gonna be the queen of salt lake but she's got another season worth of reigning it in to do i think two things one you calling it the brooks family just killed me oh my gosh the marks family who cares he's the no but it's brooks family brooks's family or the dog those are my favorite marks so yeah i absolutely could not one-up you more john barlow is the best thing about Lisa. There, I said it. And I like Lisa, but he was so good at that reunion. So rational, so calm. He had just like a very good point that no one could say anything to. It was just silence after. Because what is Seth supposed to say? When they were like, it was a joke that we said she needed 50 cents. Okay, fine. But then when he's like, yeah, but you were talking about how she has affairs. And I don't get, that part's not a joke. And they both just were mute, mute. (laughs) um and I love when someone that quiet and non-emotional can shut down a conversation there's such a power in it that I do not have because much like Lisa I get yelly um I mean I just elevated my voice about Dana's I elevated my my voice so much about Dana's dress I could hear my dog bark out in the room so I also am very emotionally driven um it's our superpower and it's our flaw we all get it I do think that Lisa definitely this was her best reunion because you know usually she is spiraling she spiraled a little bit she kind of got stuck on a repeat you know but I felt like she did move past it quicker than she has in years past I also appreciate that Lisa kind of refused to back down as far as Meredith being friends with Jen she kind of kept bringing it up which I think she should have because again None of us understand how Meredith can say from last season, if you invite Jen, don't invite me. And now she's friends with Jen because Jen made a bad decision in life and had a mental breakdown because of it. Like, yeah, I don't get it, Meg. I don't get it. And guess yeah. what? Neither does Lisa. And so that's why she's number two for me. Um, And when Meredith calls Jen and says... I don't even remember what they were talking about. Oh, about the, they did ketamine. If she did ketamine... <laughs> The way they all said special K, was, it killed me. Like, oh, of course, everybody knows what that means. We all know what that means. Like, well, yeah, I saw one. I saw I can't hardly wait. 
We remember Can't Hardly Wait? Of course. So that's how I learned about Special K. So yeah, I know what it means. But are moms are moms doing Special K, Meg? I mean, I guess Meredith might be. But when she called Jen to have Jen deny it, and Lisa was like, okay, so we're believing the woman who's a compulsive liar. Like, she's getting quicker on her feet, you know? She like, is. she's getting better at this. I agree. I think she's getting quicker on her feet. I think she is... She's quick on her feet and she's quick to bounce back. Before, remember bad weather? We got to bad weather because she just was spiraling. <laughs> I mean, I love bad weather. It's hilarious. But she was in a tornado of repetition in other seasons. And I do feel like there's some growth on Lisa's reunions. Um, there's been growth for Heather's reunion, but she grew into a more boring version of reunion. <laughs> so you like to see it go one way or the other. Exactly. Um, my number one is Whitney. Whitney played it very cool. She was very level-headed. She said what she needed to say, but she did so calmly. She presented her arguments and her nails looked really good. Whitney, the person who does Whitney's nails also does my nails. And when I tell Rack. you, she is the most talented nail person in the world. I'm going to find your Instagram and everyone needs to follow her. This is not an ad. We will take your money if you want to run an ad, everybody. Okay, um, we'll take it. Um, so go ahead and reach out if you have an ad. I'm trying to talk and type a name into Instagram at the same time. And I tell you what, it's not going well. Jenny, um, she does nails. Jenny does nails. Hold on. Real Glam by Jenny. The Real Glam by Jenny. She's Got really her. great. She's usually booked, but every once in a while she has openings and I will get my nails done and they will last a full four weeks without any chipping. Oof. Wow. I'm an every two weeks gal. So that oh. is good. Good for you, Jenny. Yeah, um, I also had Whitney first. Whitney really was the John Barlow of castmates. She was very calm. She was very pulled together emotionally. I think Andy even brought up some things that has been hard for her to talk about this season. And she talked about it and she moved past it. I felt like she didn't get distracted. And the bigger thing was she never was trying to be the center of attention. Whitney yeah. was like, hey, I'm just here. Maybe she's on ketamine. I don't know what ketamine does to you. <laughs> it's a tranquilizer, right? So yeah. maybe this is who was on ketamine. But she was calm, cool, collected. She was as bad as her outfit was. She was that good. Justin gave us nothing. Justin. Bless him. I love how supportive he is. Um, that she, man is so supportive. I loved how self-aware she was when she's talking about the rumors. And she's like, yeah, I probably should have waited till I was sober to talk about it. Because those flashbacks were so funny. I forgot how funny it was when they were all fighting in lingerie. And oh. Whitney barely get a word out because she was so hammered so, that was probably the peak of the season I agree Whitney absolutely frying steaks until they are bricks trying to grill in a thong and cowboy boots and argue was just peak real housewives you, you really <laughs> live for those moments she just went to sleep in her lingerie, like that really uncomfortable bustier. And I was like, girl, put on a t-shirt. Like, what are you doing? You are going to get a UTI. That is a thong. So Whitney, she didn't have my favorite season. She did have my favorite reunion. Good for you, Whitney. 
Um, do you want to talk rumors next season? What are we hearing? Speaking of Whitney, I did hear her podcast where she's saying she was filming. I thought Whitney might not be back because oh, really? I was kind of thinking Whitney and Heather need to move it on down. I mean, have we heard anything about Heather? I have not heard a single thing about Heather other than she's getting sued, which for the record, if you do one Google search about Heather getting sued, you will find out a lot of interesting information. You care to share? Well, she's not getting sued because her book, she's, what is happening is she's trying to trademark the phrase bad Mormon. And that is what is trying to be stopped. Not okay. the actual publication of the book. You can read the book. Guess what? No one cares. You want to read the book? I'll read the book. No one cares. But I think that um, organizations do have a bit of an issue when you try to trademark nicknames. I see. So she filed to trademark and That's the church said no. So are they actively suing her? I don't think they were. When I read it and I had my lawyer friend read it, she said they're not suing her. They're just blocking the trademark. <laughs> um and i think that sounds right look housewives have to share narratives and that's the narrative she's chosen so all right um she's also on like a worldwide book tour does she have time to film like she was just in the new york times um yeah she's just in the, the new york times good for her and i want you to know that they're just trying to block the trademark they're not suing her but you know what heather no one's surprised because you do be loving one certain storyline. And I'm not going to say which one. Um, There was a Heather doppelganger who was supposed to be on the show. And the stories about this woman are wild. And I've heard them from multiple sources. However, I don't know how many of them are true. But she calls herself a gay woman. She is married to a man. They oh. have children. What I've heard is that there are others who are often invited into their marriage. So it was like, oh, this woman's going to bring the party. Mm -hmm. However, she has come into some hot water for some posts that have been uncovered circa the George Floyd era, where she um, does a lot of all lives matter. And what if we cared about the traffic children as much as we care about Black people? Like some pretty problematic stuff um so she may not be filming I don't know I mean yeah she was polyamorous is the word around it um I truly hope she why why what is wrong with people Meg this is this is it don't tweet you know maybe like I don't know here's the thought don't be an idiot before you tweet something think to yourself how will this affect my future employment? I would love to tell you to think how will this affect people around the world who may be marginalized, but like I can't expect that of everyone. I feel like that's too high of a bar. Maybe though, if you just think, how will this affect my future financial prospects? I think that would I think that would filter out 90% of the terrible tweets we see in the world. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get people. What I also don't get is I think she was a friend of Whitney's from what I heard. And I'm like, Whitney has a history now of being friends with some people that I have zero interest representing Utah. It makes me humiliated that this is like, oh, this is Utah. I mean, it is in ways, but we're a lot of us are better than that. As in we're not racist. 
very mm-hmm. low bar to be Meg, not racist. And a lot of us can hit that bar. So it is a bummer that I do. I don't know. I'm just constantly like, what is Whitney? What's her vibe when she's not on TV? Because her friends are problematic. Yeah. And I think that maybe her being on TV has made her change some of her friendships and maybe think more about those she associates with and whether that's altruistic or for her own prospects on the show I just feel like when she started we were all like oh this is going to be like you know like the far right person because of the posts we had seen and stuff and I don't get that vibe from her anymore I don't either all right well Debbie hope we never see you and then Angie K I mean there was a I don't know. I don't know if she was rumored to be like a full-time cast member or not. She got into some trouble for posing with a man. He's actually the owner of Market Street, who's had like... Market Street Grill? Yeah. He's had a pretty intense public breakdown and has just like completely gone off the deep end. And I guess that includes some racism. He wore a White Lives Matter shirt to an event um, and was in a picture with Angie she claims to have not seen the back of the shirt. I don't know if there's any way to know if she knew who she was posing with or what was happening. I, You know, there's like a lot of unanswered questions about that situation. Um, and it seems pretty unfortunate. What is wrong with Utah? I know. Are we the worst? I think we might be the worst. Um, season four has, well, it's off to an interesting start. And it's got its work cut out for us because I think season four is about to make or break this entire franchise. Because right now, if someone was like, they're not coming back, I'd be like, eh, it's probably for the best. Because I can't hear the storyline one more time from Heather. Lisa's can only fight with Meredith so much before I'm absolutely bored of that, right? Like, there's not enough happening here to make me want to watch 20 episodes. But I also would really prefer not to watch like racist housewives. So right now it's looking bleak, Meg. Yeah, but we have Heather's Choir. Of all the songs, again, I say, (laughs) (laughs) why did we do God Be With You? Oh, we meet again bless her bless her heart i mean yes we heard meredith's coming back because they already announced that mary's gonna be a friend of next season which gotta say never knew i'd love the day that mary came back but here we are it's called yeah. a Girl, baby and i am ecstatic at the very idea that mary could be back calling whitney little girl on tv it's gonna be good i mean it's gonna be good i do think it's probably best if she's not on um forever because she doesn't want to be and that's when mary starts being very inter- not entertaining when mary <laughs> does not want all those scenes where she she was like i do not want to be like you could tell on her face there was nothing she wanted less than to be at the event all the housewives were in and she got mean she could not she could not have cared less she could not have cared less about being on that show and I love that energy for her because I also don't like my job some days. So I get it. But I am happy to hear Mary could come back because I think she could stir the pot. I think we will not have Dana. I think we will not have Angie H. And I, I wonder what happens with 
I'm like really, I don't know about Heather. I heard she was safe, but I also could see her not coming back. Why would they not have her back? Because she's one trick pony and her trick's up. Mm. Yeah, she needs a fresh There's no story there. Although, and I will say this again, and I will say it over and over. I would watch a show about Beauty Lab Laser. Laser. I think if there was a Vanderpump Rules X show with Heather, I would watch it because I think she would shine. I just think she is not shining on this show anymore. And she's not her best self. And she does not seem happy. I would just love again to pitch out to the universe. I would love to watch a show just about how she's a boss because I think that's where she's thriving. And I yeah, would the best, Heather, right. Heather, the best scenes with Heather are her and Dre like getting business done. Those are Absolutely. compelling. They are very compelling. And I like I like hearing about them growing their business in the way they did and how they started and where they are. I actually think it's very entertaining and I think it's fascinating and I respect it. And I like that Heather. We never get to see that Heather. So I would watch a whole show of that Heather though. Well, they're filming now, right? I think they're filming this month, February. Yeah, maybe in a couple weeks. So be on the lookout. And then, I don't know, I guess that means fall. before. Whitney said recently, this was a couple weeks ago, she was preparing to start filming. Okay, so. Also said she can't say any names yet, but there's a very dynamic person coming on who is going to ruffle some feathers. Is it you? It's me. Hi, I'd like to take this moment now and just announce I will be I will be on Real Housewives where I'll call everyone dumb to their face. I won't. I'll be in a room on my phone by myself, not interacting with anyone and having to rent all my clothes. Yeah. Yes. Um, you're going to get a lot of Poshmark. So much Poshmark. Not even Poshmark. It'll be just straight run the runway. I can't even afford to buy and sell again. These ladies film every day, Meg. It's too much. I'll be the one with the flat hair because I can't afford a glam squad. And I'm not going to go into debt for this job, okay? How do you appear on camera, though, without a glam squad? Like, you have to have it. You have to. Meg and I did a one tiny show that no one really cared about. And both of us were like, we're not going to be on film unless we get our makeup done. And you know what? That's a good boundary to have. I don't. I have no regrets for that demand. Zero. Remember also we had a, a whole meeting where we told your husband, the cinematographer, that he had to film from a more flattering angle. Yeah, because he loves to get down low because he always thinks like a, for me, he always thinks when I make a face with a double chin, it's funny. And I had to tell him like, I can't talk to you for 48 hours. It's not funny. It's my face. <laughs> We're doing fine now. Everyone don't worry about us. We're doing fine. Uh, I will not be on Housewives because I don't want to see my double chin. I would go on, I would go on Heather's show about getting rid of my double chin at Beauty Lab Blazer. So again, I'd love to pitch out that. Would you show your Kybella face on air? How much would I get paid? For a thousand dollars. Like in real time or in retrospect? In real time. Oh, no, 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 no. In retrospect, would you do it? Uh, yeah, I do it in retrospect because then everyone knows I look okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, now- I do it if you could see me like after, you yeah, know. It looks when you see it. Okay, here's the thing: if you guys haven't heard about Kybella, it's poison they inject into your double chin to make it go down. It is excruciating. 
it is uncomfortable and it is three weeks of misery because your face swells up first and then it goes smaller is what happens but I've it, done is effective. it is effective I have done it three times I'm not ashamed I didn't like something about myself when I decided to change it but it is miserable and when you are three to four days in you seriously look like you have just like a bullfrog neck is what they call it I thought they were exaggerating then they told me what was gonna happen (laughs) and it takes effect immediately and I looked in the mirror and I think I yelped like I think I let out like a oh oh no oh yeah it's bad I mean do you remember like probably not this is a deep cut but snapchat had this filter that made you look like a moon face yeah and that's what my Kybella looked like. I mean, it was bad. And I got mine done in warm weather and I had a scarf around my neck for like three weeks. And all my coworkers were like, why are you wearing a scarf? And I was like, mind your own business. Yeah, like it's, it's in. But now I'm happy, okay? So yeah. back off. Pain, pain is beauty, as my mom used to say to me as she was doing my hair before school every day. Oh, wow, every day? Yeah, I looked. I looked very good. I bet you had those bangs that were really full that you knew someone's mom had to do that. You couldn't do those bangs yourself. Uh, I had very cute bangs and like French braids. Mm, my mom was like, here's a big bow. It's called distraction. Give him the old razzle dazzle. Because <laughs> we couldn't curl our hair. We're both, my mom and I are both terrible doing hair. So she'd just be like, here's a big old bow. And you know what? Still to this day, I'm like, I'll just put a headband on. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am not giving my daughter's hair the same level of attention that mine was given. So sorry. Oh, well, they'll have good personalities. Good for you. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. We won't talk about the housewives again until, well, I guess we'll see everybody. Yeah, we'll see you soon. We're going to do a pop culture pop in right now on the bonus feed, and then we'll be moving those to the main feed until housewives is back. You can subscribe to our Patreon, or sorry, it's not a Patreon, our bonus feed by clicking the link in our bio. We're going to be finding some other shows to do on the bonus feed while we're doing pop culture pop-in on the main feed. And Housewives is off the air. If you have any suggestions, let us know. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon.